<laughs> Jesus, we have some technical difficulties today, Dean. My goodness. I see today. I know. First off, first off, someone pissed in someone's Wheaties. I'm telling you. Good evening to everyone except for Dean. Wow. Uh, okay, everyone except for Dean. And uh, yeah, Marco's having some some insane technical difficulties. I don't know if we're even going to have them tonight. Um, there we go. Marco, can you hear me? Marco. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can. You guys look great. Like that Rogers commercial. Your he's camera's he's way laggy. laggy. Ah, damn wow. it. You hate to see it. Like Our computer's tripping out today. You know, it's, it's all funny. That, all that porn you've been watching, my guy. 100%. <laughs> but you know, Apple hey, just announced some new shit. <laughs> How dare you. And? Apple makes porn now, and now and now my computer's not working. It's just fascinating how that works. Dude, that's it's crazy how nature do that. It's crazy right? how nature do that. <laughs> oh, he even out. are you an angel? What? An angel? I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought me a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Jonathan. I'm Marco. I'm Ben. Miss Beam. Welcome to the final episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast <laughs> where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week. Finally came to an end. <laughs> That's right. We want to thank our friends over at one six corner for sponsoring this final episode of collecting weekly <laughs> guys don't forget use code cw10 during our live recording for 10 percent off all in stock items that's capital c capital w one zero make sure you hit up one six corner.com to see what's in stock Streamyard has just been an absolute nightmare the Recently. past few weeks yeah and even today i'm looking uh cram is saying thumbnail um, I definitely uploaded a thumbnail to StreamYard and it just did not yeah. catch. It was there on It was on uh, Facebook, yeah. On the Facebook and it was there <laughs> when I went to the YouTube stream in the back room, so I figured oh it'll just fix itself. Um but no, this is not our final episode, but we do have a great one in store for you guys tonight. We have uh a new Hot Toys figure, a new Exo Six figure, uh some teasers. We also have a great discussion on what I am officially dubbing the Queen Effect. Uh, but Dean, before we get into all of these great things and more, we got a very special segment that all of the best shows start off with. Yeah, are you guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. What you get doing this week? Um, I don't believe I got anything, so it's all up to you guys. Is this the first time ever? It's been. I've. There's been a few times, but it's very rare. Yeah. It's hard to tell. He never sends the slides. <laughs> That's That's true. It's one job, one job every Tuesday. Send me pictures of the toys you got. I like doing it live. I like showing it and having it in hand. I've told you that. Wow, 
Chris. we could do both. Uh, Marco, what'd you get? Yeah, so I finally got the DX19. This is a figure that I've wanted for, you know, not specifically the DX19, but a Dark Knight Batman. I think this is how I first found out about Hot Toys. I don't even recall what number it was, but I just saw that and thought, man, that'd be so sick to add a Dark Knight Batman to the collection. So just got it in today. Haven't even unboxed it yet, but just so absolutely thrilled to have this. And yeah, from everything I hear, it's a banger of a figure. So over the moon, I think it's going to pair pretty nicely with my in-art Joker or Jokers whenever those arrive. So yeah. Wow. Hope so. I love to see it. You love to see it. Uh, real quick, checking in with the chat. First off, I love this Toy Mafia at five forty-seven, then six oh two, getting slightly angrier, then six fifty-eight, real angry, and then eight twenty-eight with the oh shit, I was probably too early expression. Uh, we got Punisher XS, Danny Lee, C Ram, Equan, uh, the Ben Thomas Show, Baby Boy five six two here for the Ben Thomas experience. How dare you, Baby Boy? Uh, David Jones. Uh, we also have uh, let's see, Robin Bowman. Uh, her and her husband just joined and collecting with the auxiliary. Great to have you here tonight. Michael Mann, Tukatri DJ. Um, I think this is the uh, the other half there, Benjamin Bowman. Uh, Pepe Pascal, love to see it. Uh, we also have Eddie Arrow Maestro. Um, Eddie, I'm going to send you a message. I'm going to put together something for my birthday, so I want you to come. Uh, Action Figure Academy, hello there. We also got Badfish, 16FixMojoZ78, John Ortiz, Sean Usby. Uh, he said he just got out of Top Gun Maverick and that his uh, heart rate monitor was going off. My guy, you may have a heart condition. I don't think that's normal. Uh, we also have uh, Doc Smizzle, Why You Crossing Streams, John, uh, and Ninja Squirrel, CW Jumbo panel. Uh, what did you get, Ben? Yeah, so I had a banger week, honestly. Uh, it was my birthday, and I told Shauna I was able to convince her that it wasn't just a birthday, that I had to have a couple of days in there. And so uh, I found the Harley Quinn from the Batman the Animated Series that I've been looking for, which was sweet, sweet, sweet. She's got a really tiny waist, so she doesn't like to stand very well by herself, but she's still pretty cool. And this Venom figure is honestly probably one of, the, like, one of my favorite figures now that I have in my collection. It's crazy cool. Um, so if you had an opportunity to buy it or think about it, I would recommend it for sure. Ben, pro tip, get a black gloss paint and do a wash over the veins to darken them down a bit and then do a brown wash on the teeth to let that really nice sculpting show. And it makes it look like a thousand times better. It's one of my favorite, favorite. I'm going to have to check that out. That's awesome, dude. It's really, really, really cool. Uh, and then two quick things that aren't in the slides. I did get the uh, Collecting Weekly Pogs. How dare you stand Oh, it is like in that. the slides. There you go. Look at that. You're ahead of me. Uh, but they're awesome. Uh, I'm loving them. So, uh, And I got the uh, the other the Chase Pog as well, which was very cool. So I'm now uh, an ultimate collector. And Dean uh, was able to convince me to get Elden Ring this week. And I'm not kidding. For anybody who's listening, if you cannot stay alive in Elden Ring... <laughs> hit up your man Dean because uh, he has been clutch. <laughs> he helped me kill the dragon I think it was yesterday uh, yeah. and a man in a cave. Wow. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. But Wow. Will, yeah. will he talk to you Very while fun. you do it? He'll, he does, yeah. He talks to me on the headset. He'll walk does you through it? He walks yeah. through it? Little instructions? Alright. Does anybody want to yeah, show him all the a, hidden things? It is a hard game. John, do you? There's a lot to it. <laughs> That's my favorite thing that John says. He's like, does anyone work? I'm like, motherfucker, do you work? <laughs> <laughs> There was an enemy that was just like standing by himself. I'm like, hey, go over there and attack that guy. So he walks over there all confident and 
when you kill him, he turns, he transforms into this giant bear and just attack the oh shit out of him. It was so funny. He was just that, standing there in the grass waiting for it to happen, too, and then laughed his ass off as I'm like, what? What's going on? Dude, that should be content. I would love to watch you play while Dean walks you through it. That would just oh, be But I think, Dean, you're playing with him, right? Like, your character's there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm there. Oh, oh, I didn't realize there was a multi. Oh my god, Ben, that could be a whole episode on its own. Dude, just I trying to get connected. Do it on Octopus. Right. Yeah. I was able to get my uh, character to look like Thanos too, which I think, which I thought was kind of. Fun. Oh, it's actually it looks just like Thanos. It's funny. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Uh, so Ben, this Pogs was your idea. It kind of happened very quickly. We had the idea, and I think by the on an after dark, I think by the weekend we already had the prototype. Um, yeah. how did, how do you like them? Like the quality, the feel, I mean, you're a pod guy, so maybe, uh, maybe there's something I'm not seeing, but I thought they came Dude, out pretty well. It takes me back to like public school days, which is crazy. Yeah. I was laughing though. Cause the last time I think I actually held a physical pog, clearly my hands were smaller. I was a much smaller human. So I remember them being like bigger or like feeling more substantial, but I also like we had slammers back then too. Right. And the slammers yeah. were just kind of part of the game. So but uh, they they turned out really really good. In fact, honestly, like I hope that we do a second version. Like I think we should try and keep keep these going because uh, they are very very cool to have in the collection. Yeah, we have some ideas for a second set. Um, obviously, once these ones sell out, or like once they're near to sell out, we'll start the process of ordering the second set. Uh, mm-hmm. But I like these because with the posters, they're very expensive to ship anywhere, even within the United States. So these are uh, much cheaper to ship and. Uh, not as cheap to produce, but I think the overall savings is quite significant. And I think it's a more high-quality product. The presentation is so beautiful, too. Gorgeous. Like, you don't have to take them out. Like, they're front and back. You got the cool little 90s yeah. design. That That is just beautiful, by the way, the Collecting Weekly. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I love these a lot more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. Make sure you don't unlatch is, them from their holders. Yeah, I was going to say, no, yeah, I was going to be the first... I'm, Leave them be the on first the card. Hundred percent. No, I, I'm thinking about framing mine. Wow, yeah, John, did you get your yeah. set yet? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Uh, oh. Yeah, the size. I'm gonna get it framed up, like you said, with all the stickers, and throw that on the wall, and I'll show you guys. I think I'm gonna put it in the nursery, to be honest. Hell yeah, That's um, awesome. Manny. Uh, I will. I got a sheet for you, bro. I, I was. I meant to give Manny his scent, but when I met up with him, I just had uh, the single pogs left, but uh, um, I, have, I have a few more left, Manny. I got you. Bro. Well, I gotta pick up some stuff from you, Zach, <clears throat> so I'll pick up his and give it to him, because I got stuff to pick up from him, too. That's a lot of hands yeah. trading there. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Well, that's definitely. how we do it. We're, we're like, in between each other, so. Yeah. Jesus. Ooh, that's wait, nice. can you go pick up my Mando from Rainer? That'd be great. Uh, I, I speaking of Mando, speaking of Mando, um, I was at my hobby shop for uh, Friday before Memorial Day, okay. and uh, they were doing a sale, right, for, for all their model kits for 20% off, and uh, they had a great price on the the regular and the silver-plated uh, Razor Crest by Bandai. Now, this is technically, on the box, they're just not a scale listed, but it's, it's uh, pretty small. It's probably maybe two, three times the size of the Hot Wheel, um, like Hot Wheel Razor Crest. Uh, but the detail is absolutely incredible. Uh, it's it's kind of a weird kit, right? Because you get it, and there's no instructions. The instructions are all printed on the back of the box, which doesn't make any sense because they give you a sheet of paper in the box already that tells you how to like cut out the plastic. And it's like, well, I mean, just print it on the back of that <laughs> yeah, that's paper. Weird. It's like you're not you're not saving any paper by doing this. 
Um, but uh, it was a fun build. Uh, it was kind of weird because it had stickers. I thought there were decals at first, but um, uh, it, it just comes with the one set. Usually Bandai model kits will come with both stickers and decals. Um, but I, uh, I was kind of couldn't sleep last night for a couple of reasons I won't mention tomorrow. And, uh, I was like, you know, I'm gonna, I don't feel like talking, uh, which is rare. Uh, but I was like, I'm going to, <laughs> um, do a joy of hobbying where I just have the, um, stream loop music. Uh, and I'm going to, uh, you know, build it from start to finish, you know, uh, assembling it, weathering it, putting the stickers on. And if you want to watch that, it's on the channel now. It's like an hour, 15 minutes. Uh, and honestly, most of that was me fumbling with the stickers because they're fucking terrible. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a great little model kit. And to answer Mario's <clears throat> question, he said, are those TVC cards not protected? I do need to get star cases. 100%. 100%. What, uh, what exactly are the stickers on this? The uh, the windshields, like the little black pieces, are stickers, uh, which makes no sense because Bandai is really good at part separation. Right. And then the uh, the little stripes for the it's like that copper color for the little accents. Those are stickers. Yeah, it's, really well done. I thought I thought maybe you took to it with an airbrush. No, they're actually really well done. Don't get me wrong, but the thing is, you have to line up that big sticker on the main hole, and then if you see that little like inkling of the bottom of the wing there's a second sticker for that and then a third sticker for the top and it's supposed to connect all together um and when i first started i was like okay i'm going to use the top sticker as my starting point and so i had to, if you're watching the video i actually put it back on the sheet to start with the bigger sticker because it has the cutout for the door um and that was able to help me line up everything correctly um but yeah i mean they're well done for stickers but i saw on etsy a guy sells the uh like a photocopy of this that's already on pre-cut decal paper. So I think I may end up picking that up because I wasn't happy with the way some of these stickers lied down. Um, but I mean, I got the kit for like 15 bucks and I haven't built a model kit. I want to say in like two years, a year. And I have, I have a kit that I actually owe Danny. So I was like, I'm going to practice on this cheap kit that, you know, if I fuck it up, it's not a big deal. Um, and, uh, I think everything went pretty well. So I'm, I'm getting ready to, um, finish that kit for Danny. So this probably sounds um, like a super noob question for you, but what is the difference between the stickers and the decals? So the stickers, obviously like they're on a sheet of paper, you mm -hmm. peel them up and you place them down. Mm -hmm. But once you, once you place a sticker down, I mean, you kind of can move it a bit, but every time you move it, it kind of loses its stickiness a bit. So in the video, when I finished the model kit, um, the, this panel here, the decal or the sticker rather was too high. And so I actually was looking at the thumbnail for the video and I was like, fuck, if I wait overnight, it's probably going to be really set. Um, so I, I kind of got out of bed and like peeled the sticker up and it kind of messed up the sticker a little bit. Uh, whereas a decal, it's uh, you put water on the model kit and then you soak the decal in warm water. Oh, and then okay. you can actually move the decal around for, you know, basically until you pat it dry. And that allows you, especially when you're lining up three decals together, uh, it allows you to um, have a little bit of flexibility with the placement and you can get it exactly where you want it. And then when you seal it down, it's basically, with products that I use, it's almost like burns it into the plastic. So with the stickers, um, I had to do the wash first because if I didn't and I put the wash over the stickers, the sticker beneath it would be really clean because obviously the wash isn't going to get under the sticker. Whereas a decal, um, the panel lines will still be present over or uh, through the decal. 
So that's crazy. Um, that's an actual. It's a really though. weird awesome. thing, but I just prefer decals. Um, we got sure. baby girl in the chat. Uh, shout out to baby girl and baby boy. Um, so let's get into news. We have Hot Toys uh, Multiverse of Madness Doctor Strange. Uh, this one comes in at three eighty five, releasing July to December two thousand and twenty three. Uh, normally I would complain about a price like that, but when you have a figure like this, that's probably like a hundred percent new sculpt and a very detailed and weathered outfit, I, I feel like I don't want to complain as much, uh, because this thing looks absolutely fantastic. They give you the, uh, multiple arm effect there on the back, which is something that I think to this day, the official hot toys, I don't think they've done that yet. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but I think I think this looks great. I think it's going to be one of those pieces with all the arms and the cape and everything like that. Uh, you'll be able to really have a, a presence on the shelf with something like this. Um, and I, I think it looks fine. I haven't seen the film, so I don't know um, how many effects he typically would have. Looking at this, obviously, outside of the hands on the back of the cape or the back of the body, um, I'm not seeing any of those typical Doctor Strange type effects. So I don't know if that's something that could be added uh, but overall, I think this is a figure that a lot of people were asking for. I know in the comments of the WandaVision uh, Hot Toys post, a lot of people were asking for the Zombie Strange. Uh, and it looks like we're getting it. And, uh, you know, I think it's it's a fairly well-timed release. What do you think, Dean? Yeah, uh, 385 is a little rough. You know, after shipping and tax, you're looking at, what, 420-ish? Maybe more. Um, I think the Hong Kong price was like 320 bucks or something. So obviously we're paying that sideshow tax and then some. Um, but that being said, Zach, you make a good point. It's pretty much a hundred percent unique sculpt. Um, and I think, uh, I had made this comparison, you know, with the Hot Toys Iron Man's. There's some suits that are more iconic than others. Um, right? The Mark 7, the Mark 46. Um, 42. For, yeah, like there's some that are just more iconic than others, and you want those represented in your collection. All the Doctor Strange we've gotten thus far are basically the same fucking thing over and over again. So, like, if you want to have, like, two Stranges in your collection... Pick one of all the other ones, and then this. This is cool as shit. Um, so unique. Uh, also, just like Iron Man, some suits do more than others, right? The Mark 45, which is a cool suit, doesn't really do that much when it fights Ultron. It's it's like a, a couple scenes, you know, 30 seconds here and there, and that's about it with this zombie strange i mean that's like a whole segment of the movie and he fucking kicks ass so like this is definitely a doctor strange to have if you're a doctor strange fan or you like multiple looks for one character with the cape and everything impressive piece i really really like this i'm not gonna get it because i just can't justify paying that kind of money for like i don't love doctor strange you know like he's just I like him. I'm. I, 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 if I have one strange, I'm fine. If I don't have any strange, I'm probably okay as well. So, um, yeah, I think I think this is one to get if you absolutely need a strange. So, yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, I agree completely with what you said, Dean. It's different enough that it's going to stand out. I can't see them 
reissuing this in the future to be frank i think this is going to be the one and done that you're going to get i appreciate them adding the attachable arms to the back finally that's a great touch you don't have to go through a third party route the other thing i really like about this is if you're someone who's collecting the marvel zombie figures this is going to fit right in with that collection the i think they got the cap uh who else did they have um uh, deadpool i think it was yeah, there was a few, so I think this will fit right in line. Or if you just want the rep, like Dean was saying, yeah. the representation between one Doctor Strange and the other, um, I think that these. You also will got the pair. Zombie Forty Six too. Zombie Forty Six, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, the Mysterio and yeah. Yeah, definitely yeah. a good point, John. So um, yeah, this is. I think this is good. Yeah, the price point. I, I'm tired of talking about price just because they're going up, and and I think it is quite high. Uh, but I see Hot Toys trying here and definitely putting some. Uh, care and innovation to this release so i I can definitely appreciate that on the price point it is high but i think there is some precedent here right if you look at the sam wilson captain america or like the golden armor wonder woman deluxe right they're kind of in this this price range so i feel like for a more premium kind of pronounced figure that you might this might be one of the only ones in a display by itself it could look really great um i would say that this kind of falls in the line of uh, pennywise for me where i loved the movie in this instance, I love this scene, love this like design of this character. It's so intricate, but I don't need a reminder of like the, the really gory, like kind of creepy aspects of this stuff. So this was something that wouldn't be added to my collection, but I really appreciate that they gave us this because this is one that I could easily see them passing on. I'm so really happy that Hot Toys, you know, stepped up and gave collectors what they want. And I hope they don't stop here with the line of the figures. There's still a few more that I'd want, like America Chavez or maybe some of the other cameo appearances. So hopefully there's a few more figures from this movie upcoming. I think it probably also depends on what kind of collector you are, right? I mean, if you're the type of collector that wants to try and have every figure from all of the lines, if you're a completionist, the price for sure is going to get to the point where you just literally can't keep up with it, or I can't imagine you... It makes it harder to justify it, at least. But for me, I'm the type of collector that I want, you know, one of the best representations of each character that I I love and that means something to me for sure. And I had a great experience watching this film with my mom, like you guys have heard. Would I buy this figure? I just worked out the math quickly before my turn, and... Yeah, Canadian, it's like five fifty, <laughs> so that's a that's a huge chunk of change uh, for this guy. Um, having said that, when I got into Hot Toys, I thought of them as works of art. I didn't know anybody else that collected them when I got into it, and that's still how I look at my collection as pieces of art. And this one doesn't disappoint. It is like amazing to look at (laughs) and i think it would be a standout piece in anybody's collection whether or not you like marvel like it's just so eye-catching um my concern for it is very minor concern is with the hair um i don't feel like the hair is uh, as accurate to the film um as you may think especially if you look at some some scenes from from the movie uh it's not quite there uh, in terms of its sculpting uh it's a little bit more messed up honestly in the film but also uh, the space. Um, I don't have space for Vulture because of the way that I display, uh, and I'd be worried that I'd spend the money to get this guy in my collection, and then I won't be able to fit him anywhere. <laughs> so, uh, if I get this guy, I'm going to have to honestly really, you know, plan it out. 
Well, I agree with all your all your guys' points on this on this figure. Um, but one thing I wanted to add was the price. Is that I think, from a Hot Toys standpoint, I think they know that this is a one-off figure, so that he's not going to get reissued. So they're they're okay with raising that price a little bit, after seeing what, uh, Inart's prices are. Um, they know the hardcore collectors will pay that price. Um, I will be paying that price because um, <laughs> I would. I really want this strange, mm. and I will be getting one more strange. I can't decide whether it's the one, the Spider-Man one, or the movie one. But um, he's going to be a really cool piece to have. Um, the in the movie, it was great to see it, and um, the accuracy is almost there. I know it. I'd have to see it more, other than these pictures to to fully understand what they've done with it this shot here looks great though yes but um yeah he looks really he looks really good and a nice piece for any doctor strange collection you may have definitely some great points dean i think you had a great point there where most of the strangers are you know might be a slightly different jacket or i think the new one there's like a blue patch on the back of the cape which you know, done purely for the toys, I would imagine. Um, but this is going to be quite different and definitely could be a great second strange for the collection. Uh, Ninja Squirrel makes a great point. Also, the one six scale Hot Toys figure, 400 bucks. Queen slash Inart, four to 500 bucks. Uh, goodbye, one six can't justify these prices. Yeah. Couldn't look my kids in the eyes in a piece within working class family guy price out of the hobby with Sideshow. Uh, one fourth premium formats at 600 bucks. That's kind of where I'm at. Well, to so, be honest, yeah. like I'm looking at the, um, you know, if I, if I want a big gift, my birthday's uh, in 10 days, and I want, Victoria's like, I want to get you, like, a really nice gift. You know, I could spend um, a lot of money and, you know, not get, in my opinion, that much with Hot Toys. Like, you get a nice figure, but something that could be released down the line, something that continues to be discounted on Sideshow, where it might be cheaper later on. Um, or I could go with a premium format statue, which is, you know, a numbered piece, which, in theory, that means would not be reissued. And, uh, you know, it's just more of a presence on the shelf, I think, uh, than, than the average hot toys. Uh, but yeah, I've definitely started looking at statues more often, uh, especially older ones. You can get some really nice older statues for the money. Um, and, uh. Uh, the chat completely agrees with uh, Ninja there. Uh, Sean Usme says he loves the uniqueness of this figure. Uh, let's move on. We have the uh, Aristocrat by Toys Era. This one is uh, Baron Zemo. Uh, I think this is from Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, priced at one fifty five, released in Q3 2022. I, I mean, it looks okay. It looks okay. He, his face... Something about the unmasked portrait just looks a bit off. And I I don't know it both looks really good and really bad. But it is a bit <laughs> might just be the actor's face, to be honest. I don't know, man. There's things that I want to say about it, but I, I don't want to get cancelled. It just doesn't look particularly good. Uh the masked portrait though, I think that looks really solid i like the colors that vibrant purple uh, on the undershirt there and the jacket looks fairly well made uh, i know with blade runner uh, the third party k figure is getting that fur on the back of the jacket like that a lot of the companies struggle with that this looks fairly well done so uh and the That's price you know 155 155 is not too bad what do you guys think yeah i mean if you need a if you're like uh, Marco said earlier, or Ben, if you're a completionist, you know, this is a piece you're going to want. Didn't Hot Toys tease yes. this? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's 
good to see someone stepping up to the plate and just doing it instead of just like, hey, like you guys think you might want this. So, um, you know, third party Toys R usually makes pretty good stuff. So I feel like it's a safe bet, especially at 150. You know, um, character is just kind of underwhelming for me. So it's an easy pass for me. But yeah, easily. Uh, 150 is a good price point, though. Again, if you do want the representation, but again, with. Um... With hot toys in the background, I don't know. I think I'd be too scared to pull my pull a trigger on these third party figures. Uh, the likeness is not the worst. I've seen a lot worse, but I see where you're coming from, Zach. Um, but yeah, I'm with Dean. This this just doesn't have room. I'm I'm whole past that Marvel stage, like way past that. Especially to wait what 2023 you said. Uh, yeah, this one's coming out Q3 2022. Yeah. By then, you'll have. Uh, Hot Toys make one and a reissue, so no, this is I'm way out of it for this one. But again, 155 for the representation, at least in the collection, is not bad. I have to say that. For someone who loved Civil War and loved Zemo as a villain, uh, it's intriguing. And then also someone who plans on getting that uh, um, Sam Wilson Captain America figure could be cool to pair with. I think the figure looks off enough that it probably just wouldn't look right next to your Hot Toys. You'd have to see the, the final images. Um, but overall, this is something that I'm happy that someone else is doing because it will likely push Hot Toys to finally release what they've teased, right, at the very least. So um, in that sense, it does look good. The sculpt, I'm not super bothered by because I think that actor just kind of has an odd-looking face to begin with, but you'd probably use the mask anyways. So, yeah, easy pass, but the price point makes it uh, tempting enough, I would say. I actually think it looks quite a bit like the actor. I'm not going to lie. I... I don't like the mask portrait very much. I think it looks kind of plasticky and kind of kind of boring. So, but that's the nature of the design of the character as well. So that's just kind of the way she goes. I think the price point is really good. Um, if this, I, for me, this is the type of figure that if you have a, a very grand collection that you can kind of salt and pepper in with your other figures and just kind of fill the lines uh, up without having to spend a ton of money. But I definitely do think this will push Hot Toys to make one because. I don't think it would be that expensive for Hot Toys to actually produce this figure. It seems pretty easy. The tailoring is relatively standard compared to their, their standards. Uh, and if they give us a head sculpt, I mean, knowing Hot Toys, they'd give it to us maybe a little cheaper and just no, no head sculpt. But uh, I think you need to be able to pull off the dancing pose, and then I think he's he's unmasked in that, in that scene, right? So um, I won't get this, um, and I would wait for myself to uh, to see if I like the... Hot Toys representation better if they ever come out with one. Otherwise, I'll just pass. Um, the likeness to Daniel Brule is is actually pretty good for a third party. I wasn't expecting it to be that good when I first saw it. Um, but I will definitely consider picking it up if Hot Toys does not make one. That's that's my that's how I feel about that one. Otherwise, it's it's just there. It would be nice to have with with the Falcon and then with Bucky when he gets when he gets here, but. We'll see. Later on down the line, I might change my mind. But right now, it's a no. Definitely. Um, this is a uh, teaser by Anart, which I, I genuinely appreciate that we're getting these teasers um, throughout the process. But I think for me, they're obviously doing all this work behind the scenes. But I don't want it to be like Gandalf, where when they finally show us the full reveal, it's too late to do anything. So... I appreciate it, but I really hope that they kind of learned their lesson from the Gandalf because 
showing us a frankly generic suit as a teaser and looking for feedback doesn't doesn't particularly help anybody. It's not even on a body, so you can't really even see the tailoring of it uh, to compare it to the film. Um, That's what struck me, Zach. It's like, y'all like Batman? Here's a suit, which is kind of a weird way to market your new Batman yeah. figure. <laughs> it looks great. Um, it does look really good. I think this is... Uh, probably one of the better tailored suits i think pop toys does does you know really fantastic one six scale suits uh but uh i mean it's just a black suit on a black background very dark photo and um you know the um to me i really hope that they don't take this the route of the first joker because um while it's great that they're going to be making the Bruce Wayne in the suit, frankly, I think he has all of like six minutes in the film in street clothes, like this type of outfit, not in the bat suit. And I, I don't want it to be something where it's like a thousand dollars and you're paying 500 for, or 350 even for something like this. Um, I hope they don't paywall this with like the really great Batman that everyone's wanting. I hope there is an option to just get this separately and and not have to buy it to get that rooted Batman, which, you know, with the Gandalf, they just did rooted. I can't imagine they do the same thing with, um, with this figure. And uh, I'm glad Fern got my joke from like 10 minutes ago. I, I thought that was like freaking hilarious. Um, but I mean, it looks good. I just, I just want to see more substance. And, uh, in the chat with John, I basically told them like, you have to show what you have at minimum to the people in this chat, because if there's issues, like it can't be to where it's, it's uncorrectable. Like it's just too late to do anything about it. So, um, this looks great, but it's hard to really give thoughts and feedback on what is essentially maybe like a fabric swap, like a fabric sample, because the fit, the, the, the way this is going to lay on the body it is, you just can't really tell from this photo. Yeah, I like it, but like you said, it's um, it's just kind of underwhelming. Um, because there's like, I mean, again, I I know it's in art, but there's a lot of third party out there. So if you like really wanted this representation, you could get it much cheaper. Um, a two pack would be cool, but I I kind of I'm leaning with Zach on that. Like I hope they kind of just let you get each one separately as well. Um, but I don't hate it. It's just kind of like, eh, it's not super exciting either. It's, uh, I, look, I, it, there's not enough here to comment, all right? It's, it's, we need to see more, but I think this is enough to get the blood pumping and say, Hey guys, yeah, we're working on it. Uh, don't forget about us. Look, um, I can see where, yeah, sure, we we should get more, and why not show everything off the bat? But again, I appreciate me personally. I appreciate them and their communication with the collectors. We aren't getting we aren't getting this anywhere else uh, from the one six side. We definitely aren't getting it from Hot Toys. Uh, I think maybe Asmus has done it a couple of times, uh, if I can remember. But I know with Hot Toys, they weren't doing it. So I appreciate Queen kind of stepping out and at yeah. least putting this forward uh in regards to the suit the tailoring looks really good i actually hope they include the stand to come with the figure no i'm kidding but the trench coat i don't know how what i think about that material i gotta see more I, it's not enough this is just like a little teaser nothing photoshopped they wanted to uh, 
to get the idea out that they're working on it and that we're going to be getting a um a bruce wayne i guess to go with the batman so it's not enough but i appreciate the communication with the collectors for sure is it bad to say though that if i if i didn't like if i wasn't part of this group with you guys even i don't even know if i would have spotted this post in like scrolling facebook and instagram i feel like i would no, have, just would, scrolled you'd have right to be part of in art right you'd have to be you part of it was men's warehouse well, probably well or just like just accessories for one six scale figures right i mean there's enough collectors out there that kind of post like hey like look what i got for my figure this weekend you know and like i think well, because i well, you have to read, I guess, but I think He's I would have literally like just scrolled school. right Come down. On, like, hello, like you got to read the post, buddy. My point is, is that it's it is underwhelming. That that makes it underwhelming to me. I would have scrolled past it without even. It wouldn't have caught my attention. It would have just been like there's another six scale scoot suit. And I think the only reason that I think it looks so impressive uh, is because I actually did stop and read it. That shoot looks expensive. <laughs> looks I mean, if they put the Batman logo on the scoot, then I mean, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> All you'd have to see is in art and then a suit to kind of put two and two together. Yeah. Love it. Love it. But no, I don't know. I, I, I'm happy for you guys because I would have not read this post in school. They should have put William Shatner in the suit. That would have caught his attention. It would have probably. <laughs> let's be honest. Stefan, what do you think about this? I'm completely not interested. <laughs> Uh, the suit looks good, and their tailing looks like it's going to be spot on, <clears throat> but not a figure I'll be getting from Inart. So, I'm not too worried about this. So, I do want to address something really quick. First of all, Stephen, great having you on here. Always a pleasure. You got a lot of nerve bringing that Gandalf and oh showing it off. That Thank almost you. broke up this show. Thank you. <laughs> and you're, I think you're trolling us. So. John almost no, that, <laughs> How dare that's you? Right. No, that's a, that's a beautiful figure. Gandalf deserves but, it. <laughs> but, you know, on uh, the, I think Asmus did a fine job doing this. There are mistakes, clearly. There are, there are mistakes, but um, I loved it when I opened look, it. So it looks I, good I right think there. For what, it's worth, like, for what it's worth, when that figure came out, for better or for worse, okay, right? Save it for the segment. Save it for the segment of that. Okay, well, let me, let me just, come let on. We're talking, about, we're talking in our game here. Let's go on. <laughs> All right, whatever. All right, let let, on, me, let me wrap up the in art. Yeah, so just really quick. Back to their communication, like Zach was saying, and back to their marketing, like I've been kind of harping on. Like we want them to do a bit better. Like I think they've shown us kind of a snip of the bad armor and what they're working on, but so far a bit underwhelming. I, I have faith that the prototypes are going to look awesome. It might make me consider getting a second Batman I am concerned about, you know, the thousand dollar double pack and if I can do that again. Uh, but it, I think it is just an odd move to be to lead with the suit. Maybe they're trying to differentiate themselves from what Hot Toys done. And it might be, a, you know, a statue thing because the tailoring does look phenomenal. Yeah. But yeah, it's just a, it, it's just an odd move and it just feels a bit off to me. And perhaps that's because it's, you know, not a American company that's advertising to us. There's just some type of disconnect here that I can't reconcile just yet. So hopefully when we finally see the Batman suit, it wows us. You know what this really reminds me of? What J&D did uh, on the statue side is they put out the the Batman and then the um, the Bruce Wayne to go with it, the, the companion piece. They didn't even do it as a two-pack. So I, I Which think, I hope they do. I really hope they do. You want it to be a two-pack, but you don't want it, like you said, you don't want to get shafted and, and then have to order, like let's say the the bruce wayne to the get rooted the bruce. yeah like it yeah. could get messy i I, th I hopefully they learned their lesson to be yeah because the thing is like obviously it's not going to have the queen quality but i mean you could get this suit with a you know eh, 
Batman head for like 150, right? Like there's no yeah. need for this to be 500 if you just want to have it in a in an overall more significant display. Um so I, I almost, just hope they don't pay all this I honestly would have rather than done the some sort of pack with the Batmobile they're working on and the Batman have that option too. Yeah, Definitely. That, would, that would be crazy. Yeah. Hell yeah, crazy. tailoring weekly. Um <laughs> now this is first off I was thinking today I was like, man, with Ben on the panel, we've talked Star Trek more in the past like month than probably ever in three years. So I, I want to um, apologize. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but this is <laughs> <I'm> loving it. <laughs> the XO six Star Trek Voyager Lieutenant Commander Tuvok. Um, I'm not exactly sure why they're calling it a one six scale museum grade action figure. That seems like a bit of marketing uh, f- uh mumbo jumbo for me uh this one's 198 and it's shipping q3 to q4 2022 so uh definitely a very short lead time here for this kind of a figure but uh the portrait looks great um and just from their uh, pre-order photos like i get this little neck grab thing like i've seen that before i know what that is the vulcan neck pinch yeah the vulcan neck pinch yeah and to me i kind of smiled when i saw that because it I don't know that much about Star Trek, but I know that thing there. And I, I, I appreciate the gesture hands because, you know, sometimes you'll get these iconic figures and you might only get one or two iconic hands for them. But this one, you got the, what is this, the Live Long and Prosper hand. Live you long got and prosper. The, the Vulcan Death Grip hand. You got some, some really nice gesture hands, which I think are going to really add to the displayability and... I don't want to say playability, but the, the way you can photograph the figure. The accessories look great. The outfit looks fantastic. And the portrait, I don't know the actor, so it looks like a good portrait to me. I don't know how accurate it is, but uh, at 198 which is kind of like that Asmus uh, price range, I think this is a fine figure. And uh, there are some price hikes we'll talk about here in a second, but uh, as far as this goes, I, I don't really see anything crazy off with this release. I totally uh-huh. agree on this one. Sorry, yeah. Dean. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. Uh, I was I was just gonna say what Zach says. I I am familiar with Star Trek. I watched the Next Generation in the original series. I did not watch Voyager, so I don't know this character. I recognize him. Like I've seen him. Like just you know, based on like uh, my dad's a Trekkie, so like magazines and pictures and toys and stuff. But it looks good. I don't know how, like Zach said, how accurate it really is. So I'm. Um, leaning towards Ben on this one. So the cool thing about this uh, actor, uh, his name is Tim Russ. The figure actually does look a lot like the actor, so I will give them credit for that. Museum grade, I, like, I don't know, I agree with you, Zach, that seems a bit mumbo-jumbo-y, but the cool thing about this actor is he's actually been in Star Trek Voyager, which he's featured in here, uh, and then he plays two other characters, both in Star Trek The Next Generation, as well as the original series movies. And so... Like, he's kind of almost like, a, I want to call him like a multiversal actor in the Star Trek world, which is kind of cool. Um, one of the takeaways that I had with my Lieutenant Commander Data that I recently opened uh, was that his wrist pegs uh, were really visible. So if you bent the arms on the outfit at all to hold a weapon or to hold his phaser or his tricorder or something like that, you really saw his ugly ass wrist pegs. And I think one of the reasons for that was that the outfit was really well tailored it really hugged the body really nicely except if you went to pose it um this figure is tailoring actually looks a little baggy for me now i think the voyager uniform is a little bit more baggy than maybe data's outfit in first contact but 
it looks a little too baggy uh, to me. So I'm not loving the the tailoring of it, but I think that they've done that in order to compensate for some for some movement. The cool thing about Star Trek, or the uncool thing about Star Trek, depending on how you want it in your collection, is a lot of the actors aren't all of that dynamic, right? There's a lot of standing and a lot of scanning and a lot of talking. Um, they're not fist fighting a lot of the time, especially a Vulcan. So as long as he can do this pose where he's, you know, the live long and prosper uh, thing and you're not seeing these ugly wrist pegs, uh, I think he's going to look pretty cool. The downfall with the Exo 6 line so far is that I would say that the Voyager cast... Um, is one of the the worst in terms of the likeness and the paint applications and tailoring. I, I think some of the ones that have already come uh, already are, are looking better, um, and this one is a little bit higher in price. So we'll see how the rest goes, but I don't think I would get this guy unless you got Captain Janeway to go with him, um, and a lot of people passed on Janeway because she didn't look that, uh, she didn't look as museum grade as, as even this guy does. So. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how Ben managed to use the word cool and Star Trek in the same sentence. <laughs> My mom used to make How me practice you. doing the, the live long and prosper. I didn't know I was, I was auditioning for future oh. collecting weekly shows. Yeah, that that so. explains everything. It does. It does. <laughs> but no, I'm stoked about this one and I'm excited for anybody who's looking to get into getting this guy in his collection for sure. Anyone else? All right, so hate um, to see it. one thing... Um, <laughs> the actor looks good. I recognize him from a few things from the early 2000s. So. I'll mention this briefly, and then we'll move on to the break. Um, Exo 6 is doing a price hike for the uh, Discovery line. Uh, they don't have the prices announced yet, but they say the figures from Star Trek Discovery are the most complex that Exo 6 has endeavored to create so far. The costumes have designs printed on them to replicate the intricate costumes from the show. The accessories are made using reference taken from the original screen used production assets. Uh, they'll be priced slightly higher than the other figures released so far, but they are by far the most expensive to produce, and I genuinely appreciate that they're going out explaining why these are a little bit more expensive, uh, but even then at 198 for Tuvok. Um, I mean, there's a lot of room there for the prices to still be fairly reasonable, um, oh. especially if it's costing them this much more to produce. You hate to see a, a price hike when a third-party company just announced that they're going to be directly combating against you. I don't want to speak for everybody, though. Uh, because <laughs> I know what you're going with that. I know. I, know I was exactly. like, I'm not touching that. on mute. I mean, when someone's compounding to... against you, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta put your thing. prices up. As soon as I saw Dean on me, I was like, I know exactly where this is going. Uh, ben, what do you think about this? Uh, the only thing I'm going to say here is that I don't, I don't like blanket statements necessarily, but for the most part, every Trek fan that I'm friends with, uh, for the most part, really don't like Star Trek Discovery. It's been kind of the most panned show of, of Star Trek in a long time. That's the newest um, one, yeah. It's not the newest one. The newest one is um, Strange New Worlds, which is actually doing pretty well in terms of its rating. Uh, but Discovery, it's it's four seasons deep now, and it seems like it's just kind of getting worse and losing Trek fans by the day. So I'm a little bit worried for Exo 6 that if they're kind of gambling on this line and they're making them a little bit more expensive and putting extra development in and then they flop like crazy, uh, hopefully that doesn't impact the ability for other characters to still come because i know a lot of trek fans like myself as much as i love star trek i will 100 percent skip on every discovery figure i really didn't like that show in my brain it's not even canon um wow. and so it's like the sequel trilogy 
yeah, like, I just won't. I just won't even buy it. <laughs> so uh, hopefully it doesn't make them flop. Hopefully they just don't get enough pre-orders to to care as much, uh, and they'll make small batches and just move on. Collecting tracks says, "Who could forget Tim Russ and his other great role, combing the desert in Spaceballs? You love to see it. <laughs> also, that logo looks a little bit CW-ish. We'll have to have our lawyers get on that. Was just, just going to say that. <laughs> uh, John, tell us uh, about our sponsor." You're on mute, bro. Is he frozen? Hold on. I'm not frozen, okay? I'm on mute. I'm trying to <laughs> take the time down. 46, 46. Give Thank me a you. Second. We got to give this job much. to Ben or something. Wait a second. What? No, Ben. Ben no, no ben, the time ben, thing. Let me ask you something. What? Uh, I said combating. What was I? I have a mini stroke or something? What? The, did I say the wrong word? You or competing. Competing. <laughs> competing. Combating. Combating. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> you know who you're not compatting with our sponsor yeah one i'm sorry six once corner. i'm sorry so sorry one six corner guys they're the place you got to order from their mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles to their customers they offer great prices great packaging fast shipping and best in the business customer service right now collecting weekly listeners get 10 percent off in stock figures while our show is live all you got to do is use code cw10 that's capital c capital w10 choose your figures pay safely with PayPal, and you leave the rest to them. Zach, now, yes. Just going back to one six corner real quick. Did you yes. get, uh, or maybe even if you canceled it, your um, your Squid Game? It I never ordered stock. it. For, I never ordered it from them. Oh, because they said they were gonna get me one, and I'd see it's in stock now, but I haven't heard anything. I don't think they said that. Um, we could talk about it off air, but yeah, I, I think fine. they were going to send us a Billy Butcher, but we never got that one. So I, I did actually send them a message, though, because I was like, yo, if y'all got Billy Butcher and the Homelander, if you guys could send me both of those to review, that would be great. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, but Not uh, the Star Ace version, right? Jesus Christ. Uh, just briefly, Justin's uh, channel did a review on that figure. And it talk about bad. that here. It looked bad from the photos we saw. It looked worse behind 4K. It looked oh, God. <laughs> zero redeeming quality. Do you have anything good to say about it? I know he's no, he, he's usually pretty positive. He's like, this is yeah. honestly the worst figure I've ever seen. <laughs> so devastating, Bro, too. I gotta go watch that. It was After actually pretty good. Three, you really want a bro, Homelander. I was right looking now too. for a nugget, bro. I was like, bro, I'll take any Homelander. I got the NECA one. I need like something, bro. All the figure arts and Moffix ones are still ways out. Um, anyways, so Lego. This really bothers me, Dean, um, because a lot of companies throughout the pandemic have kind of really pushed back uh, Lego, you know, maybe not so much, but Walmart, Target, you know, Best Buy, things like that. They've really pushed back on giving their employees like like genuine raises for all the things that they've done to keep the world economy afloat. And when these same companies talk about how it's impossible to pay these people more or, or what they're worth and then make statements like, hey, we have record profits and we're going to start increasing prices. It's like, bro, where the fuck is this money going? Like uh, Lego, this is uh, from the uh, TBB uh, website. Lego announced that they will be raising the base MSRP on many of its products for the second half of 2022, uh, beginning in August and September. Their profits grew by 32% in 2021, with the company earning a nearly record $2 billion net profit last year. Uh, the new sets will have price increase factored in, and about a quarter of the currently released sets will have their MSRP raised. Um, they said that the um, 
price increase. Uh, the smaller sets will only go up by a few percent, but the larger sets will be affected much more drastically. Some people were saying that the Ultimate Millennium Falcon, which is retails, I think, for $800, could see a price increase as much as $200. That's the rumor on the uh, the groups there. Uh, but it's it's kind of crazy to me because uh, I just got a set last week, the um, N1 Starfighter from The Mandalorian, and... It was a very expensive set relative to what's in the box. 400, 412 pieces, I think, $60. And a lot of the bricks had flaws in them. I was missing a brick. The windshield piece had scratches in it. And I sent Lego an email, and I was like, I haven't gotten a response yet, but I'm like, hey, like you guys are charging a premium price. This is a premium product. And I'm missing pieces. Like I think four or five pieces had um, almost like bubbling in the plastic. I've never seen that before with Lego. And then just defects in the in like the windshields. It was just a, a really annoying experience. Uh, and so, to me, I just kind of roll my eyes when I see companies raising prices. And you know, when, when they have record profits, they're just it just seems really greedy. And uh, I don't know. If anyone has a take on this, let me know. If not, we'll move on to the Gandalf stuff. I, I do want to jump in because I got a, a take on this. I think we've talked about it a lot with because Lego's not alone here. A lot of companies are seeing record profits, increasing prices, blaming it on inflation. I get that they, you know, were battling a lot of supply chain issues and, you know, there were a lot of challenges for sure to get products to us. But it's just something where companies are kind of taking advantage of the market and kind of testing the 100%. higher end bounds, right? And so it's up to us to vote for, with our wallet. That being said, you know, I want to I want to be on my high horse and take a stand here, and be very you know anti-capitalist. But at the end of the day, I'm like a big time consumer, and hot toys can keep jacking up the price, and there is going to get to a point where you know sideshows taking a larger cut, and we we say enough is enough. But I think these companies still have a lot of wiggle room with us because we're basically addicts, so it's tough. But you got to vote with your wallet and be as conscientious as possible um, that this stuff is happening. Yeah, it's um, funny because in uh, June 18th is LegoCon, and it's kind of like when they're going to start hiking up the price, which is probably not a coincidence. It's like, look at all this great Lego stuff that's coming out, and now you got to pay more, suckers. So, yeah, you hate to see it. I don't uh, appreciate it. I'm not a huge Lego consumer. In fact... I think of all the Legos I own, I've only bought like one of them. So um, I do like Lego, but fuck, man. I think they were already too expensive, some of them. It's like that Star Destroyer, I really want. Motherfucker retail for 800 bucks, and now you're saying I'm going to have to pay more? Absolutely not. I just, there's no way. Uh, I could live without a fucking Star Destroyer, so. Dude, I'm 100% there with you on that one. Uh, like, Lego used to be what I collected before Hot Toys. Like, that was my gem for, I don't know, maybe 10 years? It was crazy. I had so much Lego, so many minifigures, and easily one of my favorite representations of pop culture ever produced. But, like, one of the things that I liked most about Lego was you could go to the store, you could treat yourself to a small set, you know, come home, you didn't spend a lot of money, you could have a kind of a fun afternoon. Now I go and I look and I talk myself out of it immediately because I'm thinking that is Hot Toys money or that is statue money because I've been now looking at statues and like all this stuff like that I want that I now can't justify the price of Lego. And it's it's only a couple bucks up probably from what it is now, but it's, it was already too expensive. So uh, unfortunately it, it prices me out. 
Yeah, but you have all these companies raising their prices, so Lego figures, hey, why why are we going to be the angels in the community? We might as well raise our prices as well. Like how much how much is Lego really? How much is Lego? It's a flipping plastic blocks. I get the licensing, I get the shipping and all that, but realistically, to produce, who are we kidding? I don't know the number on that, but I mean, they do have, generally speaking, like the best quality control. I was just so shocked that I'm trying to find, because they actually did respond to my email, but uh, I was just shocked that the pieces had like as many issues as they did. It was kind of disappointing. Um, you know, even just one piece to me in a Lego set that's missing or like just not aesthetically like correct. That's crazy. Like, cause I, I've built Lego sets for pff, since 2014, never had these issues till like this year with like every set that I get, there's something wrong with it. That's crazy. You know how you do and, it. You protest. I, you don't buy anymore. That's how And you I it. feel like I've read on some of the groups that like Lego will block your address if you get too many replacement parts. But it's like, bro, like you guys are just making shitty stuff. Like it's not me taking advantage of the system. It's just y'all, um, you know, just fucking up lately, to be honest. This is what um, happens before a company's downfall, though. They get arrogant, their quality goes down, and then people stop buying as much. And so, yeah, you'd hate to see that with Lego, but... Well, and Zach, I think you made a good point to somebody in the chat groups the other day. I, like, I saw it briefly because I only partially read Facebook, but as John would say. Um, but you had mentioned, I think the question was, would it be cheaper to do, like, the mock kits like you do uh, versus the, like, the pre-made sets? And you you were kind of like, no, because at least, you know, you get minifigures, right? And minifigures for me were a huge part of the value for why I even purchased Lego to begin with. Um but going forward, if Lego continues to increase the price, do you think you'll just do those build sets going forward and, and stay away from the, the pre-made sets? Because then you're at least getting more of yeah. what you want out of the dollar. It depends because, you know, with those pre-made sets, like a lot of times you're buying used bricks. So, I mean, they're not going to be aesthetically perfect like I would expect from Lego. But I think the builds themselves are much better. Um, the... Um, this one particular, they had like two minifigs that you could only get from buying this set. And um, to buy them separately would be, uh, you know, like you might be spending almost like half the cost of the set just to get the minifigs, unfortunately. Uh, maybe more, to be honest, because some of them can go for like 15 bucks a pop. So it's definitely hard. Uh, but for me, like the response that I just got from Lego, I just checked my email. It's kind of disappointing, but they just wanted to see photos of the bricks so that they could replace them. But to me, it's like, bro, if I have like five bricks out of 400 that are messed up and some of them are like pretty significant parts of the ship, like the tailpiece and the cockpit, like you should just be sending another set. Like it should, it shouldn't even be a question at this price point and how much more this costs than it should. Like it, I shouldn't be sending you guys photos. Like it should just be like, what's your address? We'll send you another one and a story. Um, but, uh, let's move on. So I want to talk about, uh, what Asmus is doing here. Uh, and let me, let me go ahead and read what they put and then we'll go back and look at the photos. Uh, and if you guys don't mind, I'm going to talk about this just for a minute. Um, so they put dear all, we are ready to offer the first upgrade for your Gandalf, the gray crown figure. The newly sculpted wizard hat will be available to enhance the authenticity of the Gandalf. The gray is on the way. The hat will not be for sale. It will come free. Currently, there will be two ways to get a free wizard hat. One, all of our old Bilbo figures, uh, Bilbo Baggins, one six scale figures will be receiving a wizard hat for free within the box of the figure. And two, from the 19th of June to the 2nd of July, 
All purchases related to the Lord of the Rings slash the Hobbit items at Asmus Toys Online Store will be getting a wizard hat for free. One hat per checkout, regardless of the checkout total. Uh, thank you for your support of Asmus Toys, and let's get ready for some upgrades. So there were some comments, uh, and I want to read those, uh, but some people were saying that the two ways to get the, the, the hat aren't free. You have to either buy the Bilbo or buy anything on their website that's Lord of the Rings related. And they made the remark that, um, can you imagine if we gave it away for free but asked for $30 shipping, what the reaction would be? Um, and for them, they put that it was never about making a purchase. Otherwise, we wouldn't be bothered to send one with Bilbo. They've made 1,500 hats at this point. I then asked them directly if uh, this would include people who buy old Bilbo from the Sideshow or other American retailers like Big Bad Toy Store. And they confirmed yes. And in another response, they confirmed that all Bilbos will have it packed in regardless of where you purchase it from. And they did say more uh, will come out later. They've made 1,500 pieces just for the Bilbo order. Uh, forgive them if they cannot offer more at this time. Now, first and foremost, I know John John had some thoughts about it. And the more I thought about it, I do completely agree that what he's saying. But for me, like no other company at this point does this right like if you make a figure and it comes out poorly a lot of times you're basically just stuck with what you got right and i think this has like uh, it's not even a question to me that this has everything to do with queen the quality of the product that they've shown in their pre-order photos the quality of the customer service experience where they're giving you that day in day out feedback you know direct consumer type uh communication because i've asked asmus a lot of questions on their post and i've never once seen even a reply so for them to reply to several comments on this post to me is definitely has to do with queen um i do understand where they're coming from where shipping is incredibly expensive um when we used to ship uh we would ship patreon stuff to england uh we would kind of bundle up for ian and pete you know six months of stuff at a time we'd send over stuff for them to paint or whatever uh we, we could ship a package to england for about $15. That's like a, a five by four by four box, you know, a small box, maybe a few portraits. I think the biggest box we shipped was like a medium Amazon mailer that was like 80 bucks. But I mean, that was packed. It was like four or five pounds. Um, the shipping these days is outrageous. And I know shipping from, from overseas in that part of the world to us is a little bit cheaper than the other way around. But just shipping one dice to Canada in a bubble mailer USPS at the US Postal Service wanted something like 30 bucks just to ship a dice. To ship to England, the price has gone up about threefold. So I, I understand part of what they're saying where it's like, hey, it's easier for us to pack this in inside a box you're already getting than to ship these out individually at $30 a pop shipping charge. Even our sponsor, 16 Corner, throughout the pandemic, they've had to drop free shipping on a lot of their products because shipping is just astronomically increased in price. Um, I do think that the best thing for them to do would be sending a huge batch of these hats to Sideshow, and that way uh, Sideshow could handle local shipping, you know, 10 bucks a pop to United States collectors, Canadian collectors. Um, you know, for me, I bought mine through Stevens Collectible, so being able to go through Stevens, and I think they're, they kind of set themselves up pretty well to do that because all the Gandalfs have like a little, it's almost like a little credit card, but it's like a certificate of authenticity that you purchase the product, that you, you know, are eligible for these type of things. Um, and I will say that um, if they did that, I think they have to do it much better than the portrait for the Mark 85 because that one, no one knew about it. Like we talked about it and we were getting people 
once the window had closed and be like, damn, I wish I heard this show earlier because I never got an email for it. I never saw a post about it. I never heard anything about it until I saw this show. Um, and so I think I think it's great that they're doing this. I think it's interesting that they're saying this is the first upgrade, which implies that there are going to be future upgrades. Uh, but I think the way that they're rolling this out, while it's great that they're doing it, it's definitely not ideal. Um, and a lot of people in their post are fairly disappointed that if you have, <clears throat> excuse me, if you have a Gandalf, the only way at present to get it, even though it's to get a figure most of us are probably already getting, is to uh, make an additional purchase. Zach, uh, John, you had a lot to say bone, about it. Zach. Meet on the bone, Zach. Meet on the bone. Well, I mean, I wanted to talk for a little bit, but John, please, what do you, what do you got? Um, <laughs> this is, yeah, that's fine. It's a good move, um, but it's a crock of crap. It's, it's, it's sugar coating. All right. To say, well, first to say here, now we're making a hat, the appropriate hat that should have been with the figure since day one. And and we're gonna give it to you, but here's the catch. You gotta order Gandalf between this time frame. And if you don't order Gandalf, then you have to order Bilbo or Smeagol, you said as well, correct? Um, they said that it they're working hard to make it also okay. available with the Smeagol purchase. They didn't so, confirm it, but they said that that's the goal. And they did say, just for the record, they do want to have more ways for collectors to get this, okay. but at present they only have 1500 produced, which to me seems crazy low. Like that that number doesn't seem right. So I'm going to say uh, the same. They've said. I'm going to say the same thing that you guys said about the queen when it came to the suit. You need to come if you're going to come and with a correction out to the public. You need to make sure that everyone is taken care of. I reached out to um, Asmus myself privately. And I asked them, um, I said, are you guys offering a replacement hat for the people who purchased Gandalf a year ago or only for new purchasers? They responded and said, the promotion this time is only for new orders. And then they proceeded to ask me, can I check for you? Can I check for you if you ordered Gandalf before? Can you give me your email? Which was kind of confusing to me because it's like, well, if I'm telling you that I didn't, I already have the Gandalf. And I didn't say I had, I didn't lie, but if I'm alluding to the point that I already have the Gandalf and I won't be picking it up, why are you asking me for the details? It's not going to make a difference because I'm not picking up this Gandalf and I'm not picking up the future order. So what's the point of even asking? So right there, I think that's a little fishy. Hey, it's good that they're making a move like this. At least they're noticing the, the, there was an issue. They're taking ownership of the issue and trying to rectify it, but my principle here is, number one, people have been complaining about that hat since day one that that Gandalf has been out. Now Queen steps into the market and they're like, okay, shit, uh, we're cornered. Uh, let's try to fix things. So this is the same issue with Hot Toys that I said, where it's like, where was their thought of the collector from the beginning? If you're true, I, I say this, if you're true to your product, if you're true to your product and the collector who's purchasing your product, 10 companies can come behind you. You should have no worry. I think the biggest thing here, they need to somehow come up with a way to get it to all the people who purchased this originally. To your point, even if you, if this comes with a COA with some sort of proof of purchase and there's nothing else you can do, at least give some sort of discount to be able to purchase that Bilbo or that other figure to get the hat. 
there has to be a way completely agree there has yeah, to be a yeah. way you're not going to tell me well you're going to get the hat but you got to buy another figure that's complete bull and sugar coating you're not wrong but it, it did sound like they asked for your information so maybe they could just send you the hat so like, how is that oh, fair for took, everybody else though who doesn't it's reach not out but it's like hey okay. you took the initiative to to come and ask us like what's your information so we could get you one but you then i responded I mean? and Real said quick. i responded and said at any uh at any time will you be opening it to people who purchased previous i said no i didn't purchase gandalf uh, but was wondering because i'm on a youtube uh we have a youtube channel where i'd like to discuss this and they never responded again so um, to that point sean like i've struggled with reaching asmus in the past even just for customer service things um my one of my staffs every review i've seen you could put the um the pipe in the staff and mine that little area wasn't hollowed out and so i asked them and i never heard anything back i was like if, it, if it's supposed to be that way i'd like a replacement staff so i could i don't have to modify mine never heard back and for them now to be like okay we're gonna be johnny yeah. on the spot answering exactly. everyone's questions exactly. i think is a bit weird yeah. i will say this is not the first time asmus has done something like this where they've addressed like an issue obviously with the stat with the uh, bow we've talked about with danny's situation in the past they released a ring rate that was really the body was really poorly done they did they had service where you could get a, a free complimentary body i just want to hit this point again though 1500 units for the entire world of old bilbo plus that 1500 by the way they wrote it seems to also be the amount they've set aside for this two-week uh, window where you can get this for free i think it's going to be a nightmare there's to me there's no way that only 1500 old bilbos were produced and that's 1500 including what they set aside for that i think this is going to be a mess i think people are going to make an order get their box and there's gonna be nothing inside of it i, I think, think enough people are going to talk about this though on youtube like streamers and so forth and this is going to shed come to light that they're going to end up giving coming up with a way to get everyone to hand and if they don't i, I change it because if you read the comments you guys could go to asmus read the yeah, comments of the community people negative. are furious yeah furious i i will say um it, I almost wonder, uh, obviously we've talked about the queen effect, but I wonder if there's any pressure now on queen, uh, because this is an arms race, right? Like one company's going to do something, the other company's going to do even more. And John, you mentioned it with the hot toys, Batman, right? Like hot toys is releasing all this fire pre-order picks. Now queen is going to take that into consideration and try to of course. improve their Batman even better. I wonder if this right here almost is going to have the opposite effect for queen where queen's going to have to go back and say, shit, People are furious that the second staff isn't coming. There's mm. a, a, a number of people that are upset that the pants aren't correct. Should we take this back to our licensor, get this approved? They won't. And then they won't, but they I think won't. they should because then they're going to be in the same situation where a year <laughs> later they're going to be trying to track down orders to get staffs into people's hands because, frankly, it should have came with the figure to begin with. The thing here is, though, right. it should have come, but if people are purchasing without it, this is a little bit different. That's a missing accessory. Well, with, with this the is an accessory Gandalf, though, that you're improving it with with the hat that was there when everyone knew it was bad to begin with well that's the so, thing so but not so then why so then why not let uh, why not let everything lie the way it is then why make the improvement then because queen is going out there and making another gandalf they want to but be able to sell the units when does the left. window close for that gandalf by the way oh yeah you guys gotta uh, remind me on the that. 18th or something uh, it's we the gotta check. 15th of june i think it's coming up it's coming up okay curious to see if they'd extend that if the pre-orders are soft or if they're just so confident that everything's buttoned up that yeah and and for the record i did send um john from queen studios like uh, i think it was a little bit over a dozen questions like real black and white questions like yes or no 
why or why not questions about the Gandalf to get some feedback. Uh, he has not, uh, I've not gotten a response yet. So um, we're going to keep pushing him to answer those questions because some of them were like, I think one of them was like, are you guys holding back the staff for a future release? Like just very important questions that like, I think need to be answered because we all got our tinfoil hats on and we're trying to think like what, for what reason would they not want to take this back to the licensor and fix what's very clearly wrong. Mm -hmm. um, now, um, just continuing on with that discussion, um, we've talked about it recently, but Hot Toys and Asmus have been very transparent lately. Uh, and prices are going up quite a bit faster. And I'm wondering if you guys on the panel have any thoughts on, on either of those, whether um, you're going to continue to see companies being transparent, whether you're going to continue to see companies like Asmus that have competing figures releasing these upgrade, small upgrade kits to make their figures better. Because generally speaking, with, with 1.6, it's released and then it's done. It's not like, you know, if you look at Transformers figures, uh, third-party companies or even the first-party companies will release upgrade kits to make their figures even better as time goes on. I'm wondering if this is going to be more common. And then also I wanted to touch on prices. Everyone's raising prices, and I've always said that ever since um, Queen has been, you know, asking 500 to 1,000 a figure, to me that kind of pushes the market north, uh, and people are, uh, retailers are going to start charging more and more because they see collectors willing to pay that much for a high-quality figure. What do you guys think about that? Um, I talked about this on Will Fox Vacations channel on Sunday. Um, like I said, that Doctor Strange that we just talked about, which is a completely unique sculpted figure, it comes with all new accessories, it's completely unique. Except, say, for maybe the base. The Hong Kong dollar is only 320 So, I don't really see the people who make the figure like hot toys really raising their price that much but like you said it's the retailers that are tacking on the and you know they have to make a profit i'm not over here fucking you know calling them out on that but um yeah it, it's just kind of like i see the prices increasing obviously there's inflation that's just a thing that exists no matter what you do um, but I don't see it increasing that much to be like, oh, this is all because of Queen. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. That's where I'm at, but... Uh, that's an amazing... That's... Oh, sorry, let me get this question quick. To answer Benjamin's question, he says, not a Lord of the Rings fan. What's the issue with the wizard hat? So the first one was a fabric hat, and it was, like, way too small for the sculpt. So it really looked like a goofy, like, party hat. Like, you'd see, like, a kid's birthday party. So this one, it's it's obviously fitted much better, so it can kind of rest on that head better. And it's sculpted, and it's kind of in that iconic shape. I think for um, just to, to really, for them to knock this out, I think going fabric would be a big risk. So I think it's a good thing that they're going with this um, uh, sculpted hat, which is what Sideshow has done, I think, tremendously. It's Their, their hat is probably one of the best. Are you there. satisfied with this hat? Am I satisfied with the current hat or with this no, hat? No, with this, though, with the look. This is fantastic, yeah. Okay. I've seen a lot of people complaining, like, you're making a sculpted hat for a fabric figure, and I 100% get that. But the thing is, with a fabric hat, unless you starch it or you put very specific stitching in there to make it, like, the... It, it's a very iconic shape, right? It's not just a hat. It has to have, like, that kind of curve and that tip at the end that points up. It has to be like some really stiff fabric so i don't mind it to be honest i but think it looks fine 
I think like, the sculpt is oh, perfect. Like hot, yeah, like uh, Queen. Queen was able to do it so far, the prototype, of course. But yeah, no, theirs looks fantastic. But I my question is, do you think if fabric. they went, if they went fabric, uh, if they went the fabric route, it would be easier to ship them to other people to ship them I, to? I don't think so, John. Because okay. even if you flat pack it, you're going to have that risk. Like I was saying with queen right when people get it they're gonna have to futz that back into shape and yeah. frankly collectors just don't want to do that right yeah. even just when uh queen mentioned the minimal futzing on the hair people were like all right that's it i'm out like i don't want to have to do any i want to open this figure and be able to present it perfectly out of the box and that was one of the questions i asked john it's like when people get this figure can you detail exactly what they're going to need to do to the outfit and the hair to get it to look like the prototype because in their videos they were kind of sneaky about it they had the fabric to the side pre-futzed it was like pretty much shaped all they do is pick it up and place it on the figure i think when people get theirs at home it's not going to be that easy i didn't even think of that the sculpted hat with the fabric is i didn't even think of that the two different kind of designs and how but it, it doesn't will. bother me I, that's how i have yeah. mine displayed and mm. from where i'm sitting here even right up on it 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 looks fine like to me that's almost like yeah. a complaint for the sake of complaining yeah it's definitely an improvement that's for sure yeah that yeah. had there is way better than what we got. Yeah, yeah. so uh, do you mind if I have a big cameo, uh, Stefan? So that's the original hat there. Jesus. And it's not... Like said, it looks like a yeah, party hat. Yeah, it looks like a party hat. Yeah, it's very poor. And and I'm 100% with John, right? That should have never been released for what they were touting as like this uh, supreme product. And I was going to mention it earlier, but when this figure came out, like obviously we're kind of taking the piss on it now that we see what Queen's doing. But when that figure came out, it changed, I think, the the... the the quality level of one six, right? You're getting an artist that's going to work on one portrait the entire day to hand root and and you know make this really, you know, for better or worse, the rooting job on this figure is incredible. Like mm -hmm. that's like uh, custom level quality rooting. Um, and you're going to get diecast accessories, a very screen accurate outfit, a really poor diorama base, but a diorama base nonetheless. Like that to me took what what you could see at a at a mass retail release figure and bump that bar up a little bit and we're seeing it again with queen they're taking that bar and they're bumping it up even higher so i think i think i said it a few times but i think it's a net positive for the collector community but i think queen also has to take into consideration where they could improve as well and i think like i, I told john straight up in this chat and his private messenger like you guys got to delay this figure like i know you don't want to do it but if you're releasing something half-baked it, it you're just going to end up having to fix it down the line you know what the and problem just, is you know what the problem is Zach? is there's still a lot of people behind the figure <laughs> that are going to buy it without the your honor and i'm i'm one of those people i was shocked i, I, I was shocked to read the comments in the asmus to be honest people still backing up the queen i would still fight queen and say bro if you don't add that staff i'm not picking up anything and like, like i said we're beating a dead horse I could have given it to them if they didn't do that Photoshop video. They did the Photoshop video. They know what they're doing. Unacceptable. I was yeah. going to say, though, isn't this, like, I would feel that this is almost a miss for Asmus because of Queen coming out with their figure. There's there's still collectors who think that the Queen one is superior, but they might be happy enough with their Gandalf. But the fact that Asmus is going to charge them for this hat, for it to come... Uh, I think is crap. You have to spend money to make money, right? And if you're competing with someone like Queen now for the same figure line, uh, if they start to win, like, Asmus is going to lose that business 
either way, right? If they gave the collector something like this hat and said, we get it, the first one wasn't that great, here you go, I think it would actually force Queen to look into either delaying uh, their figure so they could add the Moria staff and make it valuable for collectors to have it, or force their hand to give it to us for free as well. Because if Asmus gave us this hat and Queen was willing to charge for a staff after the fact, like one of the commenters said, like, DLC, you know, in a video game yeah, where it feels yeah. like you didn't get everything with your purchase. Like, this was a perfect opportunity for Asmus to say, like, you should stay with us. Continue to be loyal to us. This uh, is this is that, though, right, that. Ben? No. Right, this, this is keeping you in their ecosystem. You're, they're having you buy another figure in the line, and you're upgrading your current Gandalf. Instead of giving Queen that money, you're giving them that money. And you're getting a, a set theoretically. The time is figures. also kind of sus too, right? Like Queen's cutting off on the 15th. You could buy ours two days later. Like That's make right. that decision. Hundred um, percent marketing. The it um, feels like I don't know. It feels like it's still a backhand to that to the Asmus collectors. To that point though, Ben, it's like Asmus has already made their money, right? They've all their figures have are in the retailers' hands now. They they don't stand to make any more money from from this particular figure. They're taking a, an expense, like whatever making 1500 mm-hmm. hats costs, like thousands, 10,000, I don't know. But they're doing it out of their own pocket, cutting into their profits to make this for us. And um, I, I do think, 100% though, I agree, John, they need, to, they need to find a way to get this available to people, and they need to have it open much longer than the two weeks that Hot Toys had their uh, program open for the Mark 85. Ben's mm-hmm. point, beautiful. It's a backhand. But it's like Hot Toys. It's a backhand to the OG collector, not the new people on the block. That's the problem. Yeah, definitely. They're catering to the new people. And, and can I just tear off of the, you know, the in-art effect or the queen effect? At the end of the day, so I'm trying to think of the battleground. You know, we talk about battleground states and elections. The battleground figures, we had this Gandalf, right? Where it's like, okay, direct competitor with in-art. We have the Batman figure, direct competitor, and we've seen both of those companies, Hot Toys and Asmus, kind of raise their game in communication and you know, improving the figures. I'm trying to think of those figures that Inart has announced that they're going to be doing. What are some that Hot Toys might be doing? I'm thinking of like the Black Adam figure might be another one of those battleground ones where it's like, okay, The Rock, a really popular figure. Both of them are going to be competing for, for that. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Batmobile as well. But I'd be really curious to kind of go one one for one on figures that would be releasing from multiple companies and see, because it, 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 it's a pretty small sample size right now. It's two thus far, right? But yeah. it's like pretty pretty definitive that Queen or Inart is making these other companies raise their game. So really curious to see how this goes moving forward. But I'd suspect that on those figures specifically where there's competition, you're going to see the most resources poured in. That would be so amazing. It's, I think it's, yeah, yeah, right? That would be amazing, yeah. That's where you're going to really see action and really see the best piece come forward. Yeah, that's right. The best piece is going to win out. It doesn't mean the cheapest piece, but there's... Exactly. Yeah. That's a really good point. I like that point. Yeah, so so it's a good thing for collectors overall. Uh, It's going to be tough on the wallet, but a lot of quality stuff should come out of these battles. Yeah. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. I think with... uh, I think the the one that you're really going to see that on is the Batman, right? Because it's like... Both are, uh, it's not like this one where Asmus is kind of doing this after the fact. It's like both are basically in production right now, and both are going to continue to probably see improvements up until the day they release. So, um, yeah, yeah I'm excited. Hot, to see Hot that. Toys might take a little bit of a lead forward on that because they're doing like the bike, they're doing the 
um, the bat signal. If 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 Queen doesn't kind of go that route, then I can see um, Hot Toys taking a, a, qu- a quick little step. Queen might give us a damn bat cave. Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny because Hot Toys they kind of have that bike behind that paywall. You can't. I don't think you can get the bike by itself. You got to buy their figure, figure to get it. So yeah. definitely, definitely going to be some interesting things there. Are we and, seeing Hot uh, Toys there? Yeah, Hot. I, I don't think they have the bike. You, you can right? buy the bike on its own. You, okay, you, you, can't buy, oh. you can buy the bat signal. No, you can buy them every part individually by itself. Okay, good. Ah, my stand corrected. Um, to me though, I. <laughs> I keep hitting this point though. I I don't understand how they only made fifteen hundred units, and they expect that to cover mm-hmm. the worldwide distribution for Bilbo plus all their orders for that week. It seems like it's not going to pan out, and uh, I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait until uh, people start getting these in hand. But I mean, they look fine. I thought it was a recast of the sideshow skull, but I compared it to mine, and it's definitely not. Um, it looks like it fits pretty well, and um, I saw some complaints about the plastic ruining the hair more. But the fabric, I think, is much more damaging. This this will be a huge upgrade, and um, for better or for worse, I think I think it's going to make people happy when they get it in hand, uh, and I think it's going to also be like a little bonus, right? If you don't care about this, you get this figure, you have something you could sell, part out to another collector, you know, put some money back in your pocket. So um, let's uh, let's move on. I think we beat off the dead horse here. Jesus. Um, IGN.com reports that Berserk will officially continue without Kentaro Miura. Dean, uh, I think you've mentioned in the past that he had understudies that kind of, you know, would would perhaps take that place if and when he passed away, if the story wasn't finished. They kind of have some rough outlines in place. But uh, what do you know about this? Yeah, so Kentaro Miura was um, notoriously known for winging it. Uh, when he started the manga, he had no idea why Guts hated Griffith so much. Uh, and it wasn't until you know he started writing the story and and coming out with issues that he started piecing together this this narrative of you know the past. And that's when the Golden Age. He goes back and explains the Golden Age. So. It's kind of hard to imagine that he really knew where he wanted this to go. Um, there was a time, um, you know, where he, he didn't write anything for like 10 years. So when he finally started coming back out with issues, I think it, was, it wasn't even that long ago, maybe a couple of years ago, about four or five years ago, um, that the story started picking up again and, and where it ended off was huge. I mean, the last panel is like fucking gut wrenching, you know, when you've been following this along uh, for so long. So it, it, I kind of have a hope that maybe he did have story treatments and had a direction that he wanted to go, and that his his um, understudies kind of knew the direction. But I, I'm not a hundred percent confident in, in that. Um, so I think it's all kind of rumors like oh yeah he told this guy and they knew this and that so i don't know we we only have to see how it turns out um and you know if if it doesn't live up to the hype you know you could always just blame it on the fact that it it wasn't kentar miura so um i'm i'm hopeful the japanese are very um they don't fuck around with their ips it's not like fucking 
Disney and fucking Lucasfilm that fucking shit all over everything. So um, I'm more confident than not, but I can't say one way or the other, you know, what I'm expecting. But uh, John brought this in. I hadn't seen it yet. I was like, oh, shit. I really really want John to start reading Berserk because it's fucking amazing. I thought of you. He's not reading Berserk. He's going Berserk with all this fucking queen. (laughs) (laughs) Gandalf is. This uh, popped up uh, about an hour ago also. Uh, Oh, yeah. The Joker 2 is officially confirmed. Uh, The title is revealed. I'm not even going to attempt to read that, but if you want to read it, there you go. Uh, some photos of oh, wow. uh, Joaquin Phoenix reading the script there. Um, great to oh. see that we're getting a sequel yeah, to a, exciting. a, a wow. very good film. What is and, a foie uh, le deux? Menage a trois. Something like <laughs> yeah. Can they do a second foie one without Batman, though? Right? You, think, you feel like they, they know, have to introduce him. You're going to see uh, what's-his-face come in. His, his dad, right? Thomas no. Wayne? You're going to see uh, what's-his-face uh the Batman we just had? No, you, you can't. Are it's you not the same storyline, but... No. Do you think oh, yeah, you 592 says two Joker, two Furious. <laughs> yeah, two Joker. You're going to see Morbius in the film. Bro, I honestly, like... I, I just, love that like, film. I'm not though. looking forward to seeing 8,000 Joker figures. No, no. Joker. Oh, yeah. It was just so dark. It was just so... <laughs> I'm... When he went to when he went to Bruce Wayne the manor and then he Wayne the little kid comes and then you see Alfred oh my god I was like wow they threw a little nostalgia in there yeah um, just real quick before we hit before we hit the movie of the week any of y'all watching the boys season three uh, everyone's saying it's good so John, fucking good you need to watch it. spoilers you got to start it bro it's okay, so Very fucking good bro i'm waiting for it to finish so i could just binge it i remember when you guys Holy were talking about shit. season one back in the way back when yeah yeah yeah. so yeah. good bro but oh, dude, it shouldn't it, yeah. the show shouldn't exist though they shouldn't have taken such a ridiculous concept from the graphic novels or the comic books and adapted it to like a sensible show that's like very like it's it's very aware of itself which is shocking right it's bro know, this isn't really a spoiler, but they go to this theme park, and uh, it's very like, I don't know what the word is, but it's like, you know, like in June, a lot of companies will be like very heavily like into like you know, Pride Month and everything like that. But it's like, it, this scene has like all the different things have like different names, and it's just like very, it's just so self-aware. Like honestly, watching the show, you're like, bro, this is like fucking. <laughs> this is where it's at. Like it's, and it's such a, it's such an anti-capitalism show funded yeah. by Amazon, which is bizarre. But <laughs> which is really bizarre. Yeah, um, I'm trying to see if I can pull it up. It, it was actually like, it, I was like, wow, they they really went there. Um, well, we'll talk about that later. Our movie of the week was Goodfellas. Let me uh, pull up the synopsis here. A young man grows up in the mob and works very hard to advance himself through the ranks. He enjoys his life of money and luxury but is oblivious to the horror that he causes a drug addiction and a few mistakes ultimately unravel his climb to the top. Um, I think we chose this movie. Uh, yeah. Was this John's choice? Yes, yes. This was for yeah. uh, Ray, Ray Liotta Ray passed Liotta. away. Yeah. yeah, he's the uh, lead actor in this film. What a great film. Uh, Joe Pesci, iconic. I believe he won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor from this film. And I think this film took home six awards, which is you know obviously incredibly significant. Um, it's funny watching these movie of the weeks I mentioned in the chat that, um, we see all these like, because I mean, we're picking like banger films, right? Like some of the best lately have been on some of the best crime films of all time, but you see all these iconic 
uh, uh, gifs and memes pop up, and it's it's just like it's funny to me. Like the you think I'm a fucking clown, and he's like, yeah. you know, funny how like that yeah, fucking incredible. Um, there's just so many crazy moments in this film like you're like so happy like oh yeah like he's gonna be a made man and then like he walks in the door boom it's like holy shit it's like a fucking like 180 from what you were expecting uh a great film um it's kind of weird though because we've been watching some of the best crime films so i want to revisit this later you know once not watching all these things back to back to back and kind of comparing them with each other but a great film uh ranked one of the best films of all time uh by a lot of people and uh, Robert De Niro, fucking, ever since I've seen him in Godfather 2, I can't look at him the same. He's a fucking crime fucking lord. Yeah. Love to see it. What do you think, Dean? Yeah, this might possibly be... Uh, I I might have enjoyed this more than, like, The Godfather. Um, That's not crazy to say, I, Dean. I don't know if I enjoyed it more than, like, Scarface, but... That's crazy to say. I take it all back. Really? Oh man, I think Al Pacino just kills it in Scarface. I octopus coming. I think this story evil. is better, but Al Pacino's acting is better. Does that make sense? No. Sure. He's he, yeah. He's very charismatic in that movie. Yeah, Al Pacino um, carries the film as opposed to this. Yeah, needs a exactly, team. exactly. Yeah, yeah. But that's why, like, I enjoyed it more because I'm watching Al Pacino do this. But course, anyway, yeah. this movie is such a amazing Ray Liotta, bro. Perfect for the role. Like, perfect. Not only is this, like, the greatest kind of crime mafia movie, but this is Ray Liotta's greatest role. Yeah. Um, Because he's usually, like, a dickhead in movies he's in. Like, you kind of don't like him every time you see him, but in this movie, you're, like, really rooting for him. Um, And, oh, man, it's... I was not expecting the whole the the thing with Joe Pesci, like you just said, uh, Zach. You know they they're they're being nice to him, opening the they're door, all happy, they're at the... off. Everyone's exciting. He walks in the door, no one's there, and he like immediately clicks, and then boom! I was like, oh, <laughs> heartbroken, bro. But um, also, how durable was that phone, dude? He's like smashing <laughs> the phone in the fucking oh, yeah. booth. And I think he I'm kicked like... the whole fucking booth <laughs> yeah, over. If I'm not mistaken, so I was like, aren't those connected to the ground? Yeah. Um, the scene with Ray Liotta, and it it sticks out to me because uh, I had seen this movie before, but I knew it immediately. Um, when uh, I, I don't think he's married to her yet, but the, his wife yes. uh, calls him because she was like assaulted by Karen. Um, yeah by her neighbor and he goes and picks her up and doesn't even fucking hesitate dude he just walks over there and beats the fuck out of that dude with a (laughs) with a gun and uh his that guy's friends are just like okay (laughs) they don't even try to step in yeah dude he just fucks that dude up and then he like hands her the gun he's like hide this and she was like most girls would have ran away but it turned me on i was like fuck yeah dude um that's like one of the, like uh, probably my favorite scene in the whole movie and it really has almost nothing to do with the movie in terms of the story um is that your dream love scenario right there dean oh yeah dude hell yeah beaten, beaten with a gun um but i honestly completely gapped because i think ray Liotta not only is so good in this movie but also joe pesci i completely forgot robert de niro was in this movie um 
I also, I also really enjoyed the scene where they're in prison, but they're just like hanging out. They're like, no one fucks with us in here. We own this place. Just like, cooking we pasta. We don't. Yeah, they're cooking steaks. They get lobsters delivered. They have like a cooler of steaks. Oh, that's shit. amazing! I, I like, wish I'd go to prison. <laughs> right, looks like summer camp, bro. Um, just a really great, great movie. And then the ending is so, ah, honestly, like hopeful. Yeah. It, which is really weird for a fucking mafia movie. Um, Based on a true story. Was it really? I did not know that. He was a real guy. Henry Hill's a real guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. No, I didn't. I didn't um, yeah, it's just a fantastic. If you guys haven't seen this movie, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. Uh, Tremble brought up a good point. Goodfellas versus Casino. That's a tough one. But, uh, okay, this is like by far one of my favorite films. I can watch this movie over and over. Never get sick of it. The The, the humor here between these guys amazing love the story 8.7 out of 10 imdb 96 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah henry hill was based on a true story he um like based this is based on a true real guy he died back in 2012 um the problem is like like in the film when he got into the drugs it messed everything up that's why these mob guys in you know in real life don't touch drugs too much but uh when he was arrested he ended up becoming a a rat with the FBI. So that's why you kind of see him get into the, like the witness protection program. You know what I mean? In the end. So he's a schnook. He's a rat. Yeah. Anyways, I love this movie. Okay. When just scenes like that, even the two kids, they got to play them, Tommy and Henry, uh, you see him, the kid, you know, the young kid, what was his name? You guys know what I'm talking about. The eyes matched perfectly. Everything. Tommy looked exactly like Pesci. Loved it. I love in this film specifically the camera work when he's walking in the club, he's narrating and he's naming everybody. Hey, there's fat Tony, fat Joe, uh, Jimmy two times. I'm going to go get the paper, get the paper. And he's just walking through the club and the cat, you follow the camera, the camera work was impeccable. And even when he's with Karen going to the table or, or coming in from the street down into the restaurant through the chef's kitchen to get to the table. The way they pan the camera, this side, that side, and then someone brings him a bottle and the camera pans to the right. I thought it was beautiful. Story, really well done. Heavy hitters, uh, Pesci, uh, Leota, who else? De Niro, like, it had to be good. I loved it. That's why I chose it. And I hope you guys enjoyed it because this was your first time watching it, Zach? Yes. And not only that, but this laid the groundwork for a lot of these actors in the mob world of acting for like the Sopranos, Lorraine Branco, uh, Bompensero was there. A lot of people, this was like their, their stepping stone. To, and, and then they got into the Sopranos. So you love to see that. I thought it was amazing. I have to say, this is one of my favorite movies. Probably. I still think Godfather part two is still my favorite, like mobster or gangster film. But this is, this is maybe number two for me. Right. Right. Zach. But it's, it's, it's damn good, but yeah, Godfather's kind of in a league of its own. Um, I love there's there's kind of like an innocence to this movie. Like I love the narration. You can, it's like a coming of age story to begin with. You kind of see him from the start of getting into this world, and it's pretty cool how you're on this ride with him, right? Like it's <laughs> it almost glamorizes this lifestyle. Not almost, it does glamorize the lifestyle. Obviously, he gets into trouble by the end, but when you're when you're living with him in this like 
mobster family like you just enjoy it a little too much right it's like all the crazy shit yeah (laughs) all the crazy shit that goes down but it's just a fun movie um bear with me while i make this crazy comparison but as a kid one of my favorite movies was the sandlot um and you know growing up when i saw this as an adult i was like oh this kind of feels like a grown-up version of the sandlot like you know this kid that's kind of taken into this family and it's kind of the outcast and he's the outsider and you kind of see him, you know, and it kind of unveils this different lifestyle. So I think Joe Pesci is my favorite character in this movie though. Absolutely stills the show. The funny how scene is just like one of the all time greatest scenes. I mean, obviously incredibly tragic, but just an incredible scene. I can't say enough good things about this movie. Just Scorsese, definitely my favorite Scorsese film and just an absolute banger. So it's movies like this that are the total reason I'm happy that we do this every week because this is one of those films that I've heard my entire life is amazing and you should watch it and like you're crazy you haven't seen it uh, and I just never I just never found the time to do it I just never found the time to watch it uh, and I didn't this week either I'm, I'm kidding Um the fern no I I actually thought this was amazing film john uh so i am happy that you kind of uh forced it upon us this week because uh i can see why people say this is better than the godfather as i was watching through it i kept drawing some of those comparisons uh and i mean i love casino that is a film that i've seen um and i wasn't totally i just wasn't totally excited to watch this uh and i binged watched the heck out of it the other night at like one o'clock in the morning and i was like i was like on the edge of my seat just loving it laughing at the screen like shauna had to tell me to go downstairs so i would 100 percent recommend this film uh if you are like me and you've always been on the fence and you've just never found the time to watch it just just watch it it's it's i can see why it has the hype that it does for sure so good choice john 100 percent I haven't seen this movie in years, but I do remember it being very talked about in my family. Because um, <clears throat> yeah, the mobsters were were uh, very popular in my family, so um, this movie's really great. One of the movie, one of the scenes that I do remember is that that telephone booth scene with Robert De Niro after after um, him hearing of um, Pesci's Pesci's assassination. Um, yeah, just him banging on that, that, the phone on the thing and kicking over the, the whole phone booth. And yeah, the stellar cast, I mean, you got Leota, Pesci, De Niro, and Sam Jackson is in this movie. Um, uh, yeah, it was a really good movie when I saw it last time. I'm gonna have to go watch it again for sure. But, yeah, if you haven't Definitely. watched it, watch it. It's a must. It's good. Uh, Marco, I believe it is your turn for movie of the week. That sounds good. I got you in mind. Yeah, I've got one on deck. All right, so this is for my dear friend, baby boy, uh, Rush Hour. (laughs) Bro, (laughs) yes, Marco. Honestly, bro, if you didn't pick Rush Hour, I was gonna pick Rush Hour next. Hell yeah, dude. Bro, Rush Hour, Rush Hour two, fucking classics, bro. So, so he thinks Rush Hour two is the superior movie. I disagree, but. All right. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. I, I, it's been a while. I usually watch Rush Hour two more than Rush Hour one, but okay, bro, you just made my fucking day. Let's Not go. even kidding. A little bit. That's a classic. Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker. It's been a minute since I've watched Chan it too. Films. 
Oh, it's amazing. You love to see it. You love to see it. Uh, Dean's having some tech problems. We're going to move on without him. Uh, John, do you want to read the uh, Patreon list for me, please? I can if you want to give me Thank you, sir. two seconds. <laughs> I can definitely do that. Appreciate that. Rush Hour. I haven't watched Rush Hour in... Uh, I didn't think I ever watched it. It's been like 15 years for me, at least. I think it was at least I have longer, a good, uh, I have that like clip. 12. You understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yeah. A little <laughs> Nobody understands the words. Jackie Chan singing War. Was, oh, gosh. Oh <laughs> the uh, best. I'm definitely going to pick a Casino, though, next. Oh, God. Uh, you got the list there for me? <laughs> yeah. Give me 10 okay. seconds. Copy the computer, that. My computer's lagging me. Yeah. Oh, okay. goodness. Uh, Dean, good to have you back, my guy. I think we're going to have John read this. I think you might be still glitching just a touch. Um, Is he? Is he he's still glitching? He's here, but I think Got he's it. still glitching. Okay. He's here in spirit. All right, I got it. Ten seconds. There we go. We want to thank, like I always say, these three pillars of people here. You guys all rock. Sean Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre. We got Leo Hernandez, King Louis, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, James Colley, Equan, Equan, Chris Valencerina, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Gist, Daminator, Juan Breda. You got the sweet Danny Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Kret, Big Fern, King Zach, Cesar Mariquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Marmowanski, Rick DeGregorio, The Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin Azucena, The Illustrious Rainer, Alad Morgan, Tukathri, Wah. We got Derek B, Carlos Savidra, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Domaton, Jimmy James, Stephen Percha, Sean Yeltsy, Scott Bradley, Steve Emeria Stanley, Eddie Manzanares, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and last but certainly not least, Brenton Palmer. Pew, 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 pew. Oh my goodness. Sweet <laughs> angels. Thank you guys for sticking with us. we got some great stuff uh, coming in June. Uh, we have the Ox Bucks sticker. If you're on Discord, you know all about slash work. Uh, and Manny the Man Gonzalez put together a great sticker for us there. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have the Rainer Air Jesus 5000 sticker. I actually just got this one today. Uh, it's a very neat little sticker, and uh, it'll complement uh, your collection quite nicely. It's one of the uh, throwback memes from uh, Collecting Rarities, which is a show we did a few years ago. And uh, yeah, hopefully you guys uh, enjoy this. And uh, I'm going to be getting some feedback from you guys uh, in the Patreon chat for how you guys like the uh chase slash common uh random drop from last month but uh for you guys here in the panel how'd you guys like it i think it was awesome, awesome. perfect kind of adds that exclusivity. great touch yeah mm -hmm. i like yeah. that too that's cool yeah okay cool well i think we'll try to do something like that in the future again uh we have three tiers the sweet angel tier five dollars a month you get stickers sent straight to your door and access to ox after dark replay the 15 dollars tier which is the certified crispy certificate figure fix assistance and all the benefits of the previous tier the 25 dollars tier is the deluxe pog set which is what uh, ben uh showed off earlier uh and doubles of all the stickers we send and all the benefits of the previous tier uh real quick going back to the june benefits we also got some stickers from uh chris letty so these are um ben can you big cam me real quick please or, or uh john rather yes sir um so we have the oh uh Oh, shit. Hold on. <laughs> Tap the figure, John. Jesus. Uh, we have the six-scale scavengers, the uh, great friends of the network. 
and then the uh, the cards formula, which is their Formula One podcast. Uh, they sent us some stickers to uh, put in the Patreon packages. We're good friends with them. We love to support what they do. Awesome. And uh, since we have the infrastructure for that, you know, it's easy for them just to send it to us, and we get those sent out to you guys. So should be getting four stickers in June, which is pretty significant. Um, John, can you read these channel members for me real quick? Yeah, of course. YouTube channel members, we've got Mojo Z78, Absolute Orban, Test Just One, Dark Avenger 702, OMFG Rick, S Beam, Andreas IB, Daminator, Sam Gist, Thomas Clark, OG Fan, The Pamrikas, Mark Pearson, Ben Thomas, Justin Raz, Paul Schreiber, Andrew Gibo, CC3PO, Limo Hernandez, and Carlito. Thank you very much, John. I had to fight a sneeze there. Uh, if you want to join the YouTube channel membership, it starts at 99 cents a month. If you're a Patreon member, you get loyalty badges and custom emojis. Peanut Gallery is $2.99. You get all the perks in the previous level. Uh, it's a little bit more expensive, though, if you're not a Patreon. Uh, looking at our network this week, we got Small Talk on Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. We have After Dark uh, tomorrow at 10.30. Uh, and then we have Collectors Club Friday. We also have Dungeons and Dragons on Saturday. Uh, Pose Wars, we got S Beam here. It is coming back. Uh, it's going to be coming back uh, June uh, 15th, if I'm not mistaken, at 10.30 uh, p.m. It's going to replace an After Dark, and uh, it should be uh, a great... Um, uh, it's going to be the plan. So Marco and a few of the other people were kind of on the bubble for playoffs. They're going to be uh, competing for the final four slots, and it should be fun. And uh, hopefully you guys show up and uh, hit us with some crazy banes and uh, put your votes in because, remember, you guys uh, in Pose Wars decide the winners of each round. Um, and, uh, yeah, we have Tee Public. If you guys want to buy a shirt, you can check uh, the... Uh, T public there. Dean's going in and out. I don't know what's going on with this connection. Uh, but you can check out the stuff there. Shout out to um, uh, we got some great comments right in the chat for fun show tonight. Pablo May is a great show. Going to watch from the beginning. Robin Bowman also. Uh, but we have social media stuff here. John, do you want to go ahead and read those plugs for me, please? Yeah, you guys have to be following this. I know you're not all following this, so take a screenshot of this and follow these pages. Facebook, we got Collecting Weekly. We got the Collecting Weekly Auxiliary Facebook page. On Instagram, we got at Collecting Weekly and at Collecting Weekly underscore clips uh, for all our funny moments. And you guys can uh, follow at the underscore everyday underscore collector as well uh, for statue news and a whole bunch of other comic stuff and all that stuff we talk about on Collectors Club. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, shout out time. I actually have a few shout outs I wanted to give. Big shout out to Paul Schreiber, Patreoni. Uh, helped us put together the POG sets and the dice sets, which I think a few of you guys have already. Uh, but uh, he sent me a really nice housewarming gift, and I wanted to thank him for that on air. I really appreciate that. It's going to go uh, really nice towards uh, making our house a little bit more of a home. Uh, and Patrick B., one of our uh, Australian listeners, sent me a message the other day uh, in regards to some of the figures I was looking at. And uh, had a. it's nice to chat with the listeners because, you know, we, we're on here a lot, and we talk a lot with the Patreonies, but... Outside of auxiliary, we don't really get a lot of messages that often, so it's always great to hear from you guys that listen. We had a chat for a few hours and uh, really appreciate him. He said he's been listening for you know as long as he can remember, uh, and uh, yeah, it was just it was just he just said some really nice things that kind of really make it worth it for us because you know we do this a lot and we kind of look at it from the like micro perspective of putting the show together and being here every week, but when you actually take a step back and look at it, um, it was just really nice to hear the things that. Uh, him and Paul were saying about the program. Uh, and then one more shout out I want to give is to the people in the in the uh, chat today. You guys were great. We just hit 1,850 subs today while we were live. So 
150 more subs to 2,000, so we're going to be pushing that pretty hard the next few weeks uh, to hopefully get that done uh, over the summer. And uh, if you're not subscribed, hit that subscribe button and uh, be sure to tune in because we got plenty of shows every day pretty much. Uh, mm-hmm. Look at that, Bob Dylan with the $20 super chat. You're really not guy. able to stay long, but wanted to say hello to the sweet angels and John. What a guy. Wow. What a guy. The, and John. The, the favorite angel. No, Bob, I love you too, brother. Uh, do you guys have any shouts you want to give or plugs for your channels? Shout out to also the Facebook auxiliary. We hit, what, over 500 now we hit. Yes, so, yes, yeah. yes, 500. So we're hitting some big milestones. And, uh, you know, CW Main is almost at 225 episodes. OFAC's almost at 75. Uh, same with Small Talk. So definitely some big, big uh, milestones around the corner here. I want to shout out the guys. Yesterday we did a great unboxing. Everyone who showed up, thanks, guys. If you haven't watched it, go check it out. Also, I want to give a, a heartwarming shout out. And if you're in the Patreon, you guys know all about it. To Mr. Pearson, Mark Pearson sad evening for him yesterday with his terrible his, with his terrible. experience with some birds but maybe birds i just want to give him a shout out because he took the time to to try to keep the life in one of them and whether he was successful or not i don't know but shout out to him he went through a stressful stressful evening uh, at least well, today not only was that, better for him he had a well no he had a car accident today <laughs> Seriously? That's why I'm saying I'm yeah. joking. He not, totally not his car today. Oh Poor guy, dude. Oh Yo, go. Oh, I didn't Mark, even know that. Shit, go send Mark. Mark your love, guys. Is he okay? We're gonna get Mark's PayPal okay. or something, Mark. bro. Hope you feel, buddy. What a what a terrible few days. I felt so bad for Mark. He, no, nah, never mind. We we'll say keep it for the chat. He okay. had to make some tough decisions last night. Uh, uh, S Beam, tell us what you got going on, on your channel. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you for having me on. It's been fun. Um, uh, I've got uh, a showcase video for Cap uh, 2012 Cap Endgame from Hot Toys coming up pretty soon, and then Monday we have our live show. We'll be talking about Episode Four of Obi Wan Kenobi. So, Ooh, very nice. Collector's figure, come come find us. Awesome, that's awesome. Uh, today I got to see a very very cool uh, comic store called Phoenix Comics. So I put a video on my channel it's the ben thomas show if you guys get a chance to watch it take a look at the toy tours they are one of my favorite things to do because i feel like i just get to go shopping for cool shit and talk to you guys through my camera i probably look like a crazy person uh in the stores themselves but uh all the stores here all the people have been really nice and uh, in canada here so uh take a look at those videos again the ben thomas show and uh thank you you can't do that in america ben you can't? No, you probably no, can't. They make you buy something. Why is that guy I was in there for like a good 45 minutes just videoing their, their stock and stuff. So I'm, I'm surprised that they're cool with it, honestly. But no, Great they video, were, so. bro. Bro, I Thanks, took man. a picture of Appreciate a printer it. on Walmart and you would have thought I was fucking stealing national security secrets <laughs> where they had they had the whole oh, no. damn electronics department on lockdown, bro. It's like, bro, it's a great deal. I'm trying to fucking get this fucking printer. You're it's just treating me like a criminal. That's right. It was so awkward. The worst part was when I was putting my phone away, it snapped another picture, and the lady thought I was like invading oh her privacy. It was it was literally like <laughs> it's a prank. What did you take a picture of? So awkward, bro. That's so awesome. fucking awkward. Yeah, but I was stoked uh, about this store because they had a huge selection of horror figures and statues and stuff like that, as well as some random stuff I've never seen before. So definitely worth a watch. Yeah, I like this those uh showcases you do. Honestly, I wish I don't want to say like I could do it because I can, but I just I don't know, just not that. Ben's like a uh, he's so personable. I'm in the store, just look like a fucking weirdo. He's Canadian, that's why. Yeah, it's, that's true. It's got the. It's just a, got the it's a good break from work. It's got the. I took a took an hour, took an hour away. <sighs> there you go. Thanks, yeah, guys. go check out all these guys' channel. We got One Six Fix, the Ben Thomas Show, and uh, 
uh, Stefan, remind me, what is what is your channel again? S-Beam Custom Art. There we go. Look at that. We got Darth Vader there up front. Spoilers. Which Vader and, uh, is that, Steven? This was from the two-pack of him and Tarkin. Oh, this is the best Arguably one. Arguably right? the one, best one, yes. Exactly. 100%. Pablo Meza says, thank you, Ben Thomas, for bringing the XO6 love. And if you're a Patreon, if you want to watch Obi-Wan Kenobi with us, uh, put it in the chat. We'll drop a, a studio link you guys can watch with us. And then, of course, you can catch me and Dean later on tonight at the Rogue One 6 channel for, uh, I think it's Shelter in Space. We'll be reviewing episode, what is it, four or five tonight, so... Should be a good one. And, and really uh, quick, yeah. can I uh, can I plug the One Six no. Fix channel? Just want to yeah. let everyone yeah, know. Of course. Got that DX nineteen <laughs> in, and uh, yeah, I'll be doing an unboxing. Ben will likely be joining me. We're targeting this weekend, either Saturday, Sunday. Normally, our our, our normal time is about eleven uh, Pacific time. So yeah, I'll advertise on our Instagram. So check us out there. One underscore six underscore fix. And thank you for having me again. It was a great time. No problem. Also, want to show you guys this one. This is our brand new shirt. The Oxbucks t-shirt, all kinds of colors. Got the uh, great sticker design there by Manny. So if you guys want to purchase this, get the uh, the Oxbucks on a on a tee. You could do so now at Tee Public, and they're on sale for fourteen bucks. So Might uh, be, be sure to, to check that out. Every dollar we get goes straight back into the show and upgrades stuff like that. So. Do they sell my size extra small? Uh, they're <coughs> small. Yes, uh, we can to make peel one. It off. I think I think we actually did do a pose wear shirt. That's a good question. Let's get one. Let's see. Let's see. You only Let's get the see. word if you win, though. Hello. Oh hell no! Oh, he's, a, he's a competitor, bro. <laughs> he's a fucking. There is a post war shirt up there. Look at that. Nice. I need cool. one. I need one. Anyways, That's cool. I'm Zach. I'm Jonathan. I'm Marco. Miss Beam. God damn it, Ben! You are muted. Beans, Ben's muted. Yeah, what? I hate to hear it. I like, I like perfect muted, mute. actually. It's damn muting. It's muting etiquette. Especially, I'm especially sorry. when he talks Star Wars. <laughs> I like I have, the muted. I, I have think he's used to that. <laughs> How dare you? Love you guys.